The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Gilderland Public Library, its staff, or board of directors. Hello, and welcome to the March episode of How Did You Find It at the Gilderland Public Library. Things are going really well here at the library. The only upcoming closure will be Easter Sunday, April 9th. Otherwise, libraries open regular hours. You can now register for study rooms online through our website. Uh, you can book a room up to a week in advance. So check our website for that. And let's see, we've got some upcoming events to tell you about, and then we'll get on with the show. Monday, March 20th, we have a movie night. The Woman King will be showing. On Tuesday, March 21st, drop in Knit and Stitch in the morning. On Thursday, March 23rd, the Teen Tech Help Desk will be open in the kids' uh, study room. And uh, make sure that on April 1st, you register for the Reads and Roast Book Challenge uh, to win prizes. You'll hear more about that in my conversation with Christina. Welcome back to How Did You Find It at the Gilderland Library. I'm here with Christina. Hey. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Christina? Today we are talking about a little program series that me and Kathleen and our coworkers put together. So something we've not really talked about before. It's true. We haven't really talked about like big program stuff except to give people... Um, preview of the summer reading program sometimes we shout out upcoming stuff so this thing is called the reads and roasts coffee reading challenge and it kicks off in april oh great all right i guess i can't really pretend like i don't know anything about it right that's weird yeah that is that is weird because you are one of the (laughs) primary creators you and sure. our co-worker jill and our co-worker jocelyn mm-hmm. is that our whole crew did i capture the crew I think that's our whole crew yeah yeah just the four of us <laughs> so the four of us put together this cool reading challenge um we do it in the summer you know and we do it in the winter for kids and families we use a cool program called beanstack mm-hmm. where you go in it gets it takes a little getting used to at first but you go in and you log your books and then you get little like little badges and little stickers in the app mm-hmm. and you turn it in for prizes so we were like why not do something in the spring for adults you know summer comes after that we want to get the adults hyped for their own reading challenge so we all love coffee I think the four of us are coffee fanatics yeah. we're all and coffee drinkers yeah. we decided to do a little coffee reading challenge that combines um reading any books you want with activities centered around coffee Yes. And so Kathleen put together this, uh, we're going to do something new in Beanstack called like a bingo card experience. And -hmm. Kathleen can maybe talk about some of the challenges we put in there to help you get bingo and win a prize. (laughs) Yes. So right. One part of why we started this whole thing was that Beanstack had announced their bingo card option for their challenges instead of just, um, you know, reading for couple minutes and getting a badge for reading that many minutes the bingo card is bingo so 
there's challenges to read for certain amounts of time. Uh, but when you sign up for the reads and roast challenge, you'll get a bingo card. And it's got activities as well as amounts of time to read for. I found out, sorry oh. to interrupt no, you, ahead. Kathleen, that was that the reading, tracking your reading is cumulative. So I was like, I saw this badge that's like read for seven hours. And I was like, oh boy, so I have to read, I have to get points for reading for one hour, for reading two hours. And I mm -hmm. think you were like, no, it's cumulative. So you just keep reading. And once you hit that seven, you get a badge. Exactly. So over the course of the month, you'll have to read for a total of seven and a half hours to fill the, the bingo card completely. Mm -hmm. But if you read for seven and a half hours, you'll also get the read for seven hours badge and the read for six hours badge on your way to the seven and a half. I gotcha. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And Beanstack has this cool like timer function. So you can literally open the app and say, I'm reading now and start the timer and then sit and read and it'll stop and it'll be like, okay, you read for an hour today and it will keep track of that for you. Then you can go into your bingo card and say, look, look, Beanstack, I've read, I, I keep, I have, you kept track and now I know. And it'll say, yep, you got it. You read for your 15 minutes, you read for your hour. I don't think I knew that it had a built-in timer. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It is pretty cool. So question about the bingo card, because mm -hmm. while I helped plan the program series, Kathleen is the mastermind behind setting up the um, Beanstack bingo experience here. Do folks at home have to fill the entire bingo card or is it like a traditional where you can get bingo like vertical, horizontal, or diagonal? Uh, well, there's definitely traditional bingo where you get bingo for horizontal, diagonal, or vertical. And there is also an extra badge for completing the entire card. Yeah, so you can get both and you get a badge for both. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so there is yeah. going to be some kind of prize. We don't mm -hmm. know. We're still working with some um, coffee shops to get some cool stuff for you at home yes. as of and this recording. Mm -hmm. But we're thinking you'll get, it'll be a raffle because this is going to be so popular. We won't know how to pick a winner. We're <laughs> going to have to have you fill out your bingo card. We're thinking if you get bingo, you get one entry into the raffle. And if you fill the whole card, you get an additional entry into the raffle. Yes. And so we've been looking for local coffee shops who might be willing to donate things for prizes. So if we get lots and lots of prizes, maybe you can just get a prize for getting bingo and maybe you can just mm -hmm. get a prize for completing your card. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it'll be a raffle and you can just enter to win. <laughs> enter to win. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so speaking of local shops, we have a few of them on board and we're encouraging you at home as part of the bingo challenge to visit a local coffee shop to fill your bingo card. Um, so we've been talking to, we've been talking to a bunch and we've heard back from uh, four places that we want to shout out. So one of them is Graham's Coffee Parlor, kind of in Niskayuna. Have you ever been there? I have not been there. It's a vibe. It's cool. It's like this little house right near that Target. Mm -hmm. um, and you can kind of like go in on like the lower level or the upper level. It's got this cool art style on the walls and I've had some delicious things there. I have had like a unique latte. I forget what the flavor was. And, um, I don't know, every time Mike and I are out there, we just, we end up stopping in. I'm like, can we go to Graham's? <laughs> it's just fun and cheery in there. Um, I just like their style and their, their whole thing. 
Mm -hmm. um, the next place we have talked to is Motor Oil Coffee, who I know the least about, but Kathleen found out they have several locations. Mm -hmm. They seem to have locations in Troy, Albany, and Schenectady. So if you're out yeah. and about somewhere, you might be able to stop by. Um, then we've talked to Novel Biblio Brew. It's a brand new, like, opened, like, last week as of this recording, coffee <laughs> shop in Schenectady near Proctor's and right across from the Nest in Schenectady. Um, and she's been lovely. She's a, she's a friend of a friend and a big library fan and this whole book-themed coffee shop. So that's really cool. That's our thing. <laughs> And the last group that we've, or the last uh, business that we've heard back from is the Electric City Roasters. And so while they do not have a coffee shop, they um, roast their own coffee. And they're, again, based in Schenectady. They are really great. They've come and done a program for us in the past where they've had the patrons taste different types of roasts. And they're kind of explaining, like, these are where there's these beans come from. This is what you should be tasting with this roast. And so they're um, going to get some coffee to us for this program series. So that's really generous of them. Yeah. And so um, one thing that's fun with that is one of the bingo challenges, is, or well, two of them, one challenge is try a new roast. So like if you always get a, um, you know, like a, a Colombian bean, try a Peruvian bean or something like that. And there's also one that's try to try a brew a new way. So if you always use a French press, try a pour over, or if you always drink espresso, try a French press, you know, that sort of thing. So you can get an activity badge and head toward bingo for just trying a different kind of coffee or trying it a new way. I would love for people to try new ways to brew coffee. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people at home probably have a drip or a Keurig, mm -hmm. but my favorite that I've found so far is, um, whatchamacallit, Chemex. <laughs> ah, the pour over. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. I enjoy pour over. I use drip on a daily basis, but every once in a while, like on a weekend, I'll be like, I'm going to get out the Chemex and do my pour over. <laughs> yeah. Chemex is, Chemex was our weekend treat. Um, my cat knocked over our Chemex and broke it. It's because it's, if for those of you who don't know, it's like a glass container, almost yeah. like a pitcher with a, an hourglass shape. Yeah. And um, so it's glass and our cat knocked it over. So we haven't, <laughs> we haven't had one in a few years, but that would be our weekend treat is like, you know, during the week drip coffee mm -hmm. and then on the weekend, because it takes a little bit longer as with many good things, you know? Yeah. It's not really that much longer, but no, because it still kind of drips like, right. But it's a little more labor intensive. Like you got to start the kettle and then you have to pour it and you have to wait for it to drip as you pour. Um, so unlike the drip machine where you just sort of set it and it goes and it lets you know when it's done, this you have to kind of be involved. Yeah. You are doing the dripping. Yeah. You are doing the heating and the and the yeah. dripping. Start to finish, you get to coffee your in about the same amount of time. But yeah, so you you put um, the top is shaped like a coffee filter, kind of, and you put that in the top. You put your dry grounds in. You boil some water, like your machine does for you, and then you pour it over. That's why it's called pour over. 
pour it over the grounds and then it drips into the um, other hourglass part below. Once it's all dripped through, you pour it a few times. Yeah. You're supposed to do something like where you wet the, the crowns and then they quote bloom. <laughs> they kind of like get like, like fluffy and then you truly pour it over nice and slow. Yep. You take out that filter and then you're kind of left with like a pitcher of nice, hot, very like the smoothest coffee I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It French delicious. press isn't bad either. I, I was doing French press for a while. Yeah. French press is nice. It's a little, I don't know. It, it lately comes out a little like burnt when I do like oh, interesting. too strong, too strong yeah. tasting. Well, maybe like. You know, if you try different brews, you should also be trying different beans to sort of figure out, because when you use like the pour over or the French press, you're supposed to use a different grind. Like, yeah, you're supposed to use a fairly fine grind for um, like the drip machine. But I think like a French press, it's supposed to be a coarser. Coarse. Yeah. Um, And it may be that if you're using the same ground of beans, you're not getting the ideal thing. It could be. It, if it's too fine, it leads behind a lot of like silt at the bottom yeah. almost in the French <laughs> press, which is bleh. bleh. Yeah. I only enjoy that with a Turkish coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of AeroPress? Not really. No. I don't know a lot about it, but it's this like wild little plastic syringe type thing that you can brew coffee in. It's like I don't know. It's like sucking up like all the coffee in the water. And it again, is supposed to make like a really smooth, um, I think mostly single serve or like a small batch. Yeah. I think it's like a cylinder. You suck up the coffee in the grounds. It, you let it like seep in there and then you like push the plunger down and like, so instead of pour over, you're kind of like forcing the coffee through almost like French press combined with pour over. Interesting. I won't speak on it anymore because I don't know enough about it, but yeah. it's another way, you know, for those of you at home, if you're like, how else do I, can I make coffee? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up. It, yeah, it looks sort of, looks sort of like the pour over, but combined with like a French press kind of a sitch. Mm-hmm. So you, you pour the co- the water onto the beans and then you press it like you would french press but the cough the pot or cup is at the bottom of the thing mm-hmm. so you're just sort of pushing it right into your drinking vessel interesting yeah yeah it looks fun because they the the i'm on their website and they look at they seem to show it as sort of an on the go so you could brew a cup of coffee while camping or anywhere else you might be yeah it's uh portable mm-hmm just like single serve pour over, you know, you can kind of take it anywhere. Interesting. We have, we have a few more machines at work now, but um, for a long time, we didn't have a lot of coffee machines around at the library. And so like I was doing a lot of French press and pour over in the staff kitchen, <laughs> like single serve pour over. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, there used to be a lot of those things there. I was like, this is sort of an intimidating fancy office <laughs> making French press on there. Mm-hmm. There was no other way, man. Yeah. You had to get the fix with a French press. There was no shared coffee machine, really. 
now a bunch of the departments have Keurigs. But we sh- we won't speak of Keurig. No, let's just move on. <laughs> uh, anyway, so along with going to coffee shops and drinking lots and lots of coffee and reading lots and lots of minutes and books, what else is part of the Reads and Roast Challenge, Christina? <laughs> we forgot a big component, which is... Yeah attending the great programs that we've developed uh, me Kathleen Jocelyn and Jill have developed as part of this series yes we've got let's see one two three four mm-hmm. five one two three four five. Oh, you know what it's just the start of the challenge so four <laughs> programs four great library programs plus i'm counting this the kickoff for the challenge, the challenge we itself. don't we don't have an event for the kickoff but um Four great programs you can attend at the library. Uh, Some of them are, you know, we're doing an activity. Some of them are you're just kind of hanging out. We'll talk a little bit about each of them. But the challenge kicks off April 1st. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we should have said that at the top. We can definitely put it in the show notes. Yeah. So the challenge is going to run April 1st through 30th. Um, And our our first event will be. uh, That's going to actually start the friday before i think march 31st mm-hmm. and we um we're calling <laughs> we're calling this first event it's a passive what we call a passive program so you can come and go anytime you want we're calling it the coffee table experience <laughs> and uh basically this is going to be a room set up with a big coffee table and some really cool coffee table books on it that we want you to check out yeah. There might be a couple of tables. Maybe it'll just be one big coffee table. We'll see how we feel. We'll feel yeah. the vibes of the space. <laughs> but um, we, uh, yeah. you know, people call those, call, okay, what do people call oversized books, right? When they sell them in Barnes and Noble and, Noble and such, they call yep. them. Coffee table books. <laughs> and really, we're the only ones who call them oversized books. That's pretty yeah. much a library term. It comes from the fact that they're too big to fit on our regular shelves. Right. <laughs> so they're what the folks at home would picture as coffee table books. They're these beautiful books, sometimes a little heavy or, you know, unwieldy or, or specialized in their topic. But they're, some of them are really great and yes. really unique and really beautiful. So we wanted to feature some coffee table books mm-hmm. for our coffee program. I mean, the other thing about a coffee table book is it's generally something you sort of look through, you browse, you don't, you don't read it, right? You don't start at page one and read all the text and turn to page two and read all the text. You kind of flip through, you read a page, it's maybe it's mostly pictures or maps or, you know, art, you just kind of flip through. So they're books that you can just sort of browse and you could even turn on your Beanstack reading app challenge as you, as you browse your coffee table book mm-hmm. we're basically making a fancy display for you guys we're gonna yeah. set up a nice cozy we hope um space <laughs> make yeah. a nice big coffee table with some of our tables feature <laughs> some of our favorite oversized books yeah so you can and let come you in just kind of browse look through them yep and you'll be able to check them out if you want to check them out or you can just mm-hmm. read them there so that's one of the programs you can come mm-hmm. to, and that's the first one we're going to do from the um, 
very end of March over the course of that weekend through April 3rd. Yep. Then we're going to take it down. Um, the next program we have coming up is a Saturday, April 8th program. We know it's uh, spring break from the schools. I think that that week is when it kicks off and maybe goes into the next week. Mm-hmm. Some of you may be away. Again, read on your vacation so you can get <laughs> points that way. Visit. I mean, even if you go away, I would say you can visit a local coffee shop on your vacation and exactly. then just mark it off and be yeah. in sec. You know, it's lovely if you can frequent Graham's or Novel Biblio Brew, but if not, go to, you know, some other local yeah. coffee shop in Maine or something. And um, anyway, so the next one is going to be April 8th, 10 a.m., coffee and cartoons. <laughs> so we're going to have a little room set up. We're going to have some different types of coffee, likely from one of these um, shops we're working with featured that morning. Some decaf, too, for those of you who need that. And uh, hopefully some cereal. And we're going to have some cartoons on. This one is registered so we can get enough you know, cereal for everybody. Uh, but hopefully it'll be a nice little, nice little Saturday morning treat, you know, something you can even bring the kids to. I mean, I don't know if you want to give the kids coffee, but right. But the, the cartoons and cartoons. cereal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's Saturday, April 8th. That'll be registered. Um, the next program is coffee and coloring and that's Friday, April 21st. That one's also registered. And Jocelyn's going to lead that one. And I think we are getting, or she's gotten a few different coloring books. I think some of them are coffee and pastry themed. Um, And it's going to have, again, either hopefully coffee featured from one of these places we're working with that you can drink. And then just, again, have a nice relaxing morning coloring. Yeah. This one, I think, is um, targeted to adults only. So this is not, this one's not all ages but no. the coffee and cartoons is all ages. Yeah, the coffee and coloring is uh, 10 a.m. on a day that is definitely a school day. So the idea is, yeah, kids will be adult vibes just for yeah. adults. Yep. And do you want to talk about our last program? <laughs> our final event, our closing of the Reeds and Roast Challenge happens on April 28th. And it is the Open Mic Cafe. So we um, we will finish off our Reads and Rose Challenge by also celebrating National Poetry Month. And we'll have an open mic. We're going to have a featured reader, poet Matthew Burns. Um, and you're welcome to come in and read your own poetry or read a poem from, you know, something you've read here at the library or bring in something you love that you found anywhere. Um, I will say, if you're looking on the internet for poetry, the poetryfoundation.org has a very cool website full of poetry. Um, Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah. You always know the places to go (laughs) on the internet. Yes. I think of how you recommended the Just Watch app to me. Mm -hmm. Tells you where to stream your favorite things. Yes. Including Hoopla and Canopy, which the library has. Yes. Anyway. (laughs) So we're going to uh, the National Poetry Foundation website. Yep. Poetryfoundation.org, I think. And people can read um, works of fiction and nonfiction, too, that they've written. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We might, um, you might have like a sort of time limit, you know, so you're not 
right. reading your 200 page novel and correct yeah <laughs> this doesn't right. become a single author event <laughs> <laughs> but uh you can definitely bring fiction nonfiction that you're working on as well as poetry or mm-hmm. if you just want to read something that you know like by a favorite poet or yeah a short piece absolutely and again we'll have coffee hopefully some maybe some pastries and desserts there too mm-hmm. um yeah is that all ages have we really talked about you know we haven't it's a little later well yeah. we're aiming to have it a little later on a friday evening mm-hmm. we did not put the time out there because we're tweaking that a little bit but if it is all go it's gonna be a little bit later on a Friday evening at the library. So yeah. some of the kids might be getting ready for bed. I think um, we're not going to, we're not going to preview what people want to read. Yeah. I mean, I mean probably put it in the calendar as adults and seniors, but mm-hmm. we might even be able to add like teen. all ages Yeah, or teen. Yeah. I would say knowing that we're not going to, look at what people would like to right. read ahead of time people can bring whatever they want to there read, could be so language gonna... or yeah. content mm-hmm. so keep that in mind if you want to bring younger than teens yeah and that that's everything from our reads and roast challenge mm-hmm. um, we will also be doing a book display with some coffee themed books and maybe some good books to read so that you have something to pick out when you're trying to read seven and a half hours in april coffee themed books and books with coffee shop vibes yeah if that makes sense (laughs) yep maybe some of those coffee table books too (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, any that don't get picked up on the coffee table experience (laughs) might make their way to the display yeah i think that's pretty good overview of the whole thing Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you wanted to participate in Beanstack for the opportunity to track your reading and, you know, maybe get bingo, but you don't want to come to the events, that's fine. If you want to come to the events, but not do the bingo challenge, that's also fine. You know, coming to the library to drink coffee and color sounds great, whether you're looking to get bingo or not. <laughs> we're uh, We're kind of working with the draft of the bingo card right now, but if it ends up being similar in the final version, you don't need to come to one of the programs to get bingo. Like let's say, right. It might scramble up a little bit, but like right now the top row is to read, to read again, to visit a local coffee shop and then to read for yet another amount of time. So like, you know, you don't have to come out for the programs or let's say you don't get, you don't meet registration for one of them. Mm -hmm. There's going to be other ways to do it. Yeah. Or going the other way, you've got read, 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 and then complete a activity like try a new roast, which you can do right. at home. Yep. And there's a couple of other little things in there that are sort of beanstacky things like submit a review or tell us your favorite book or your favorite mm-hmm. book right now that are like things you can do that aren't just reading, but aren't, mm-hmm. aren't things you have to go anywhere to do. You can do them right from home. So. Yeah. There's multiple paths to success. Exactly. (laughs) So we're excited. This first time we're trying it. Hopefully people will like it. And then um, you'll be all set for summer when we're going to have the adult and kids summer reading programs back. 
if people like the bingo, maybe we'll do the adult summer reading book challenge as a bingo instead of um, just a reading challenge. I don't know. Or maybe not. We'll see. All right. Thanks for coming in, Christina. Thanks for having me as always. Keep sipping. Ooh. <laughs> Keep sipping. <laughs> All right. Our book review for this month is not one of the books I said I would read this year. <laughs> But instead, a book I really enjoyed last month. It's called Venco by Cherie Dimaline. Uh, the book is about a group of women who discover they are witches with a destiny to destroy the patriarchy if they can find the final member of their coven. The story is thrilling and tense and worth reading. So check that out instead of any of those best books of 2022. This one's a best book of 2023. <music> the end of this episode of how did you find it at the gilderland library thank you for listening if you uh, like the show please rate it and review it wherever you listen to this podcast also tell a friend you know rating and reviewing in your your podcast app helps friends you don't know find the show you know we want people to listen <laughs> if you have ideas or suggestions or questions please email us at podcast at gilderlandlibrary.org thank you for listening